You are listening to Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Expand your mind and keep it love. It's a new thing, check out this, I bring all the rope below the level cause I'm living low next to the base. Come on! Turn up the radio, they're claiming I'm a criminal, but now I wonder how, some people never know. The enemy could be the friend guardian, I'm now a hooligan, I rock the party and clear all the madness, I'm not a racist, preach the teacher. Oh. Cause don't they never have this? Number one, never wanna run about the gun, I wasn't licensed to have one. The minute they see me, fear me, I'm the a public enemy used abuse without clues. I refuse to blow a fuse. They even had it on the news. Don't believe the hype. Don't, don't, don't believe the hype. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Yes, was the start of my last jam. So here it is again, another death jam. But since I gave you all a little something that I knew you lacked, they still consider me a new jack. All the critics, you can hang on my hold the rope. But they hope to the Pope and pray it ain't dope. The follower of Farrakhan, don't tell me that you understand until you hear the man. The book up the new school rap game, writers treat me like Coltrane, insane. Yes to them, but to me, I'm a different kind. We're brothers of the same mind, unblind, caught in the middle end, not surrendering. I don't rhyme for the sake of riddling. So claim that I'm a smuggler. Some say I never heard of ya, a rap burglar. False media, we don't need it, do we? Can I get this through to you? My 98 booming with a trunk of funk. All the jealous punks can't stop the dunk. Coming from the school of hard knocks. Some perpetrate, they drink Clorox. Attack the black because I know they lack exact. The cold facts and still they try to Xerox. This is episode 122 and I'm your host, Miguel. The topic for today is the feminization of men. And it's having a real devastating impact on families, on people, and lives. So where we're going to start with, with the talk is that there's a there's a real plan underway <clears throat> to, to do this feminization of, of men and everything like that. And on the flip side, to, mascul- to make more masculine women. You're seeing the movies today uh, that all of the superheroes are basically being supplanted with women. And I mean, I've never had anything against, you know, a woman superhero or something like that, because we have had them like Wonder Woman and such, but like pretty much point by point by point, everything that I'm seeing right now is you see women take playing that hero role and there's no balance at all whatsoever. <clears throat> you need to understand something. The, the, the movie or the so-called movie, the matrix was not really a movie, but it was a documentary I've said this before, but it's very true. Okay. Today, almost everybody has been removed from critical thinking and and from birth, it's hammered into us that we need to just follow the script that's being implemented uh, into our thought process, okay? What they're doing is from a very young age, from birth, really, what they're doing is they want to get in there in that young child's mind. And 
We'll be specific. This applies to men and women, but I'm kind of gearing gearing this to to uh, to illustrate what's happening with young men and, and men in general today. So their real goal and with this matrix system is to reformat your hard drive and insert their virus laden virus laden code into your operating system and actually supplanting the operating system that has been instilled within us and supplanting it with a bogus fugazi consumerized slave mentality do what you're told kind of operating system kind of like apple or something like that although apple's a good computer but just to use it as an illustration because it's almost like the Apple computer is like a whole culture. Like you'll find a person that they have to have the Apple Watch and the earbuds and the Apple this and that. And, and they feel that, that what that's what defines them as, as a human being. But I mean, I just don't, I have an old Apple computer. It's probably about 12 years old and it kicks ass. It still runs great, but it doesn't define me. It's just, it so happens I bought it 10 years ago and it's still working great. But it's the mentality behind it. It's not just the brand, but it's how a person feels that that brand elevates them. So they have to go for the watch and everything. It's retarded. So in essence, what this code does is it removes us from our humanity. And as a result, also, it, it the plan of this code or the, the objective of the code is that this system, this matrix system will do the thinking for you and make your decisions for you in order to break up the family unit, in order to break up cultures, to break up society and to have everyone follow whatever the code, script of code is running for them to do to consume and what music to listen to. You know, that's really the, the goal right now is to just take over the planet. You know, have us not not see the magic trick that's uh, taking place in front of us and they don't want us peeking behind the curtain. You know, so they want to keep us all dumbed down. And the first thing from a youth, what, what this code dictates is that we have to stay within the lines or the boundary. Like, you know, those old school coloring books, you know, you get a crayon and it'll have like a fireman or an apple tree or something, you know, a race car. And you, you really got to stay within the lines and don't, don't do anything that, you know, that falls outside where you, you know, where you're not following the instructions or staying within your own boundaries because it, you know, they're not going to tell you, but it's just basically all control mechanism. And the way this really manifests is let's say, uh, you know, it's first grade or second grade, whatever, you know, you have some kids, they go out in the schoolyard, boys, automatically, you know, they get sectioned off together and they start playing with their pals and their friends and, you know, roughhousing and stuff like that. But I, I can remember myself being a kid in school. We were crazy. I mean, we would see who could spit further, who can throw a rock further, jump higher, run fast, you know, all of these things that kids do, but it's really alien now from culture because from... And again, I'm not in school, but from what I hear and, and, and the different things that I see transpiring, you know, everybody gets a trophy and that's not really the way we were meant to be. I mean, this, this, uh, there's a reason for kids acting that way. You know, the testosterone is starting to kick in and they're kind of feeling their oats and in a primitive time or in a time before this technology and this automation, you know, a man would have to go out there. The food wouldn't just, you know, they wouldn't go to Pathmark and, and pick up some ham and cabbage. You know, a man had to go out and risk his life and hunt. <clears throat> you know, in some cultures, a rite of passage, you know, a young man, in, in order to define himself as a man, will be accepted and go through that that process of manhood. He would have to go out and, let's say, kill a lion or something like that and bring it back, you know, to his, to his group, to his tribe, for them, to, you know, for him to put himself and be elevated to that position of respect through, through his actions and through his meritocracy where he earned 
earned that. But that's been removed because they they uh, they know that the damage that this can do when you have an individual that is able to do something like this. So again, when kids, you know, they're in school right now, you know, I think they they removed the game of dodgeball because it's too aggressive. And you guys you guys kind of get the picture of what I'm trying to say. It's it's um it's subtle, but yet it's not subtle. It's it's out there in plain sight if you're able to process the code. So let's say these kids are outside either playing dodgeball or you know, roughhousing. I mean, when I was a kid, we used to chess box and we would say, yo, let's go chess. And what that means is we're going to box as hard as we can, hit as hard as we can, only to the chest, not the face. And of course, occasionally it would slip and you'd catch the guy in the face and contingent upon how close of a friend he was, you know, it may or may not turn into something real, but whatever the case may be. I mean, this is, this is the way we used to play roughhouse in school. I mean, you know, we used to jump off stuff and, but right now, if, if in school, if a kid is observed to have any kind of uh, testosterone in him or any type of male tendencies, automatically he's going to be labeled as a kid that uh, is attention deficit disordered or aggressive. And right away, they're going to put him on some SSRIs, you know, those psychotropic uh, uptake inhibitors or whatever. And immediately, you don't have no idea what that does to a young mind. I mean, once that kid is medicated he's a zombie and it really it can have effects for the rest of his life depending on how he handles it and just a quick fact him and if you go i I don't trust google as much as i used to i mean there's a google took took a hard left turn about six months ago i think in the algorithms and when you type certain things in you just get cnbc and msn and all that crap uh you go to DuckDuckGo. i mean you i try both sometimes you'll get something out of google like if you go down to like the 20th link but if you go on DuckDuckGo and, and google ssris and the mass shootings that take place if i'm not mistaken pretty much every mass shooting uh that's taking place to date the person was hopped up on ssris and if you look at the commercials it said could cause suicidal thoughts and you know tendencies or actual suicide you know depression and everything you're, you're taking an antidepressant and it's causing depression check that shit out right so understand that this whole thing is an illusion. It's, it's a smokescreen. It's, we're being gaslit and we're, you know, people are basically, people are loving this, this servitude and their slavery to the system. They just love it. Like that dude in the matrix that was eating that steak and wine. And he goes, I know that this steak is part of the matrix. He, he played that role. Great. The villain type. I know that it's not real, but my nervous system can't tell the difference because this, the texture of it and just the grilling marks on it and this, just a bouquet of this wine. And that's really what it comes down to. I mean, this is, this is the level to where they have us, where they just have us believing that shit is, is gold. You know, if you want to see the power of God, truth and beauty, just put your hands in front of you, look down and look at the magnificence, the perfection of just your hands, the way they're designed, you know, look at your eyebrow. In other words, when you, people don't realize when you sweat, the whole purpose of your eyebrows for that bead of sweat to run down, hit your eyebrow and follow it all around. So it can run down the side of your face and not into your eyes. You know, it sounds like a simple thing, but it's, it's the mastery and the wonder of the way we were created. Look at the DNA RNA spiral, the code that's within there, you know, the, the, the dinucleic acid and the recombinant nucleic acid and that spiral of life. They're saying that there's volumes in there that they, they have no idea of, of, you know, of this, of the complexity of that whole, of the DNA strand. They're just beginning to decode it now. 
And if you notice when they ever try to mess with this code, it, it causes a lot of problems with them because it's, there's intelligence in that design. It's not just a random, you know, basic program where you go, you know, if input X, Y, Z and line 10 of the code, 20 go to 10, you know, a loop or something like that. It's not that. This is divine inspired, whether you believe in God or not, but they, they still today cannot figure out, you know, the power of nature and the creation and, and, and DNA. They can't figure it out. Now you might say to yourself, what is this guy talking about? Matrix code and, and such, but just for a minute, right? The next time that you're going to go into a situation where you're going to make a decision or let's say buy a pair of sneakers or something to drink or whatever, just slow down for a second and observe like actively engaged observing observe your thought process of what you're actually doing and why you're making the choice you're making and it could be for whatever thing it might like i said it could be sneaker soda sandwich whatever and 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 if you look close enough what what ends up happening is you're going to find out that there actually is a little script code script code that's running in the background because you're going to be doing stuff without even really thinking it seems like for some reason people can't even handle silence or, or self-reflection looking within themselves before they make a decision. It's almost like they're afraid of it because they're afraid what they're going to find within themselves, right? Realizing that they're just really a puppet, you know, that's being, uh, having its decisions made for it and told what to do. And you're just a power cell for this matrix system. I, I know it sounds funny, but hop on YouTube at some point when you see, let's say a cop arguing with a driver, you know, and, and, Either one can be in the wrong and the right, but just make an observation of what's going on there. And you can literally, literally see the code executing, you know, verbatim as the, as uh, they engage with one another as far as what's taking place. Whether it's a cop trying to pull somebody out of a car or somebody trying to shoot a cop, whatever, because it goes both ways. You know, people shit on cops and how their brutality, which is true, I see it and it's really shit. But at the same time, you know, these same cops, sometimes they're trying to save somebody's life and they get shot at so it's the yin and yang, man. You know, you can't, no, no one holds total truth or, you know, wrong or right or whatever you have. This is something that, where you have to do that in, internal reflection and critical thinking and observing yourself. Again, people, for some reason, seem to be afraid to look within themselves and reflect internally upon the choices that they make and the way they lead their lives. And that's why this opioid ep epidemic and drugs and this culture that's taking place right now, because the whole purpose of this, this matrix thing right now is very, very spooky. And what it is, is they want to de demoralize the masses by demoralizing people, man. What you do is you have control over them because at this point, once they're demoralized, they're in a whole spectrum of self-loathing and just easy to control. So the rule number one is to demoralize the masses. The second thing that this matrix system wants to do is hypersexualize the culture where people like you see it just all over the place. You'll see these shows and it's basically every other it's double entendres and just all sex driven where people, you know, they're just at their blowest base chakra. If I'm not mistaken, that's the second chakra and they stay right there because it's, it's animalistic. The third thing that uh they want to do this system wants to do is they want to remove struggle they want to remove hard work accountability uh they want to break down the family culture and they just want us to consume you know 
the only way you're going to move forward, man, is through struggle and hard work. And like that dude, that guy, a Nipsey Hussle, you know, I didn't know that much about him until I, you know, until he was murdered. But I looked into the guy and he was a real positive dude. You know, he would put people around him to work. And he was just about, you know, uplifting the culture and the people, man. And he, he, you know, he was all about that, that positive stuff. That's why he's not with us anymore. You know, you can't have a guy like that. Look at, look at Bob Marley and Jimi Hendrix and all of these positive people. They just, you know, they get a set JFK, all of these people that want to do actual real good. Okay. So that's, that's the third thing. The fourth thing that they want to do is they want to remove the male from the household. So you'll have, let's say a, a, a family and I said it in a couple of podcasts ago where, you know, you have a, a nuclear family, you know, you have the husband and wife and let's say two kids, whatever. The first thing that they do is they say, well, wait a minute, we got to remove the man from the house this way. There's no balance in that. And they have to become dependent on the government for subsidies, for food and for entitlements that the government is going to give to them, which automatically breaks that whole family down to where they're just dependent on the state. And it's, it's one level removed from panhandling outside. You're just, you're panhandling inside your own apartment because, you know, you get to eat and, and get your rent paid for you and you just have to get a dollar from the government. Again, I grew up that way. I grew up poor and I worked really hard to get out of it. And, and, uh, I know in this time that we are right now, like, you know, like I said, that whole prototypical baby boom in my time, in that time back when I grew up, if you really just worked hard enough, it would be enough today. It seems more difficult just because this pro this matrix program has has just really devastated families and lives and everything right now so it's it's harder in that sense however it doesn't matter how hard it gets you always have that divine spark within you where you could figure out a way and it, and if in anything you know keep the family together and and love one another and and together you're much stronger than you are separate because it's just the way that it's intended to be, you know, it's the nuclear family and, and that's where the, you know, you draw your strength from and it, you know, if you, if you look at a family that's nuclear, which complete and whole, even if they don't have that much money, I can give you stories of families that I've seen and known and they're just amazing the way they love one another and the way they support one another and the fullness and the, just the feeling that you have when you're in, in the presence of that and you see that as opposed to a family where they're stealing from one another and it's, it's sad, man. It's sad. I mean, if, and it doesn't matter where you're from, a ghetto or a rich family, whatever. Look at, look at some of these TV shows where they just go at one another, hating on one another, making fun of one another. And it's all planned. People don't see it, but it's all planned. Now what's going on is back when, when I grew up back, I don't know, seventies and eighties as a kid, everybody had their own little culture, you know, the, the white kids, they had their rock and roll or their punk rock or whatever they was getting into. And the brothers and the Latinos, we, you know, we was into the, the rap music. And at that time, it was more positive. It was like public enemy and educational and uplifting music, you know. And then the gangster rock, gangster rap took over and just destroyed, destroyed everything. But yeah, everybody had their little music. The people in the Midwest listened to their country music. And everybody had their own little thing. And over time, what happened slowly is that it all got funneled down into rap music. And what I'm trying to say about that is if you look at the culture today, you watch commercials, you watch advertisements, everything is geared toward that rap type of paradigm. And the reason for that is if you have to 
do some mind control or control different types of music and thinking and everything like that, it's, it's going to be a lot harder to do. So if you funnel everything down to one focal point where you could concentrate all of your attention on, that's what they did with the rap music to make it easier to control the masses and, and, and do their indoctrination and run their matrix code on us where, you know, we can just be controlled, you know? Um, basically all of the music, uh, and the so-called culture today is set up to just get people into taking drugs, hating one another, and just total negative, or, or, not negative, but total demoralization of, of, of culture in general, because it puts you in a position, like I said, a few minutes ago, that the drugs and the sex and just the negative self-imagery of oneself and the main thing more than anything is to prevent you from doing that reflective thinking and looking within yourself but it's all about the external about keeping up with uh, the joneses and and uh basically the whole the way the checklist runs it's like we're gonna do all the thinking and decision making for you so it's like this yeezy sneakers 265 dollars check got it hookah pipe check uh, males having their eyebrows shaped and, and tweeted or whatever, check. The the hair bun, check. Hair extensions, check. Feminizing the man and they're taking him out of his natural element. You know, you would never, I don't know, you would never see that when I grew up. You know, there was always different kind of styles and people and, you know, people expressed themselves in different ways, but it wasn't blanketed across the board. Like pretty much, Everybody that you look at right now is a cookie cutter image of one another. That's how you know there's code running behind the scenes because otherwise you would never have that type of outcome. There would be some kind of real diversity, not the kind of diversity they're talking about today, but differentiations between different people and different cultures and kind of music that they listen to and what they get into, you know what I mean? But right now it's all homogenized down to one focal point that they can control. And this is something that, that I became aware of a couple of weeks ago. I was looking at it. I, I, You know, what I do a lot of times, I'll go on YouTube, as I say, to see what other people are doing, just to get a, kind of a pulse or the zeitgeist of what's happening right now. And there's this artist, his name is Little Nas X, right? So I was watching him. I was watching Little Pump. I'm watching this Takashi guy that's locked up now. That shows you the, the end result of, of that lifestyle. That's the way they want you locked up populate the prisons but i was watching this guy little nas x and then all of a sudden he had this crossover song called old town road right which is out now it's like popular blowing up a shit song with billy ray cyrus you know i have nothing against him but i mean this is a crossover thing that they're trying to get into this different market this country market from the rap so okay so you have this little nas x he does this old town road which is a country song and that's the crossover so they, they can control through the music. But the third part is he comes out as being gay. I might be wrong on this, but I pretty much heard it online and was reading that he came out as gay. I don't want to get sued. So he came out as gay. So they did a triple play on this one. They, they, they're crossing over into three sections and syncs, integrating these three elements of being gay, country music, and rap music, which brings it down to a finer point. And people eat this shit up. I mean, first of all, the song is corny as hell, right? And they don't really see what's taking place right there. Again, the feminization of men, you know, the breaking up of the family. In one false swoop, they just inserted three snippets of code 
into your mind and you're just humming along and doing that dance or whatever they do to that old town. <laughs> that old town. What a shitty song. I want to make it sound like I'm gay bashing or whatever like that. People have the right to live their lifestyle whatever way they want. Just don't really impose it on me and don't impose it on, on kids. Again, I, I think I mentioned it in a podcast before that Mario Lopez guy, that the uh, host guy that used to be on Saved by the Bell. You know, he's a anchor or co-host on a lot of these shows. And what he said was, you know, he doesn't think that these young kids at eight, nine, ten years old should be subjected to making life choices as far as their sexuality or how they want to, you know, how they want to live. You know, because what's happening is some of these young kids at eight years old, they, uh, they, they, their parents, have, and it's almost like their parents want them to do that. They'll say, hey, don't, do you think you're a little girl? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, then we got to get you on medication and, you know. Uh, testosterone blockers and feed them estrogen and, you know, shoot hormones into them. And what Mario Lopez said was, Hey, you know, I think that a kid should at least be a little older and make his own choices because at that young age, they're not suited to make a choice. They're going to regret for the rest of their life. And immediately he had to get on his knees and beg apology and, and all that stuff like that. I I support his statement. Again, I'm not anti-gay or anti-anything. I just am pro critical thinking and, the youth is the most important uh, thing in our society because these are the people that are going to be maintaining us in a couple of years as we get older. And they're just shattering everything that's positive right now. You see it all in front of you. It's weird because a lot of people, like if you will, I don't know whatever Gen X or whatever that is, but if you're probably like 35 years or younger, you might not really understand fully everything of what I'm speaking because I remember the, I remember the old days, but I, I, I saw it and I see it now, you know, so it's kind of hard to make a value judgment on something you didn't really live through. They're sanitizing everything. It's like when you go back and look at what was happening before, they'd either call it racist or anti-Semitic or whatever, whatever label they want to put on it. Just in what that, all that does is it just restricts your ability to see Really what history was, what transpired, and compare this to that and that to this and integrate all of these different modes of thinking and lifestyles and everything like that. And they just want to homogenize everything into one lifestyle where we can be controlled. Again, it's really a demoralization is what's happening right now. The way you hear people uh, speak about one another, the way you'll see whatever it is, like with the, you know, you'll hear people on YouTube or whatever, rappers, and they'll be like, oh, this, this hoe or this or whatever. That's not glorifying to God, you know. Yeah, you might have a little bit of that in in the music or whatever. That's fine. But when you really mean it from your heart, then that's... And you're really trying to demoralize a person. Kind of like these these game shows with the Simon Cowell or whatever, you know, these singing shows, you know, America's Got Talent or whatever. It's like they really get into demoralizing the person that loses. They, They really... They get some kind of charge out of it. And it's not like an accident. It's not a funny little thing. It's something that's substantive and palpable, you know, that you can really see it in front of you. But if you don't know the way life was before that, it might elude you because that's all you know. That's the paradigm you know, and that's how you're supposed to carry along. Also, like on Reddit, like, you know, I would post something on Reddit. You know, I have an alpha male Buddhist, you know, Reddit account or whatever, you know, and I'd be promoting my podcast. And I get no love, man. I get all of these people, oh, you're alpha male or you beat your wife and all that stuff like that. They, they have no idea what I'm talking about, but they make a value judgment just on my name, right? Like like toxic masculinity, right? Open your eyes. You have to see what's happening right now. And if you have your young kids, let them let them 
grow up the way they're supposed to grow up and don't subject them to this kind of zeitgeist or this kind of thinking that's taking place today because it's really toxic and, and there's no good intention behind it. As a matter of fact, I, I say it over and over again. What they want to do is they want to implement a one world government. The socialism leads to communism. And at that point in time, you have no control over everything because in, in socialism and communism, what, what, what happens, what takes place is starvation, mass starvation. You know, I, I don't have the exact numbers, but I know that in the, just in the Russian revolution, I think 95 million people died in China. I think another 50 million Pol Pot in Cambodia, you know, like, I don't know, it's 35 million. That's a tiny little country. Look it up. Just go online, go to DuckDuckGo and type in socialism, uh, deaths from socialism and, and such. It's it's not a pretty thing, man. Another thing that I've always wondered is like, you know, you get a lot of these celebrities uh, like Jay-Z, like, uh, let's see, Molly Cypress and all these people. And they're talking all of this, you know, social justice stuff and their virtue signaling and, hey, you know, he shouldn't say that and he, this guy, why did he... But they're living in ivory towers, man. They don't give a fuck about you or where you are. As a matter of fact, to the contrary, they want to take what you have. That's why you got to buy those $265 Yeezys sneakers. I keep bringing them up because I think it's just hilarious. And... You know, that takes me back to a story like when I was in high school. Uh, I went to Fort Hamilton High School in Brooklyn on Shore Road. And I'll never forget, this was the point in time when the Calvin Klein uh, jeans came out with the Gloria Vanderbilt. And I was in gym class. And this kid came up to me and says, oh, you ain't shit, man. I got these Calvin Kleins, man. And, you know, you got them them hard-ass, you know, old-school Lees with the leather patch in the back, the Lees. Not Levi's, but Lee, Lee jeans. And he says, yeah, I paid $60. And I looked at him and I says, really, you paid $60 for that? I said, guess what? I paid $10 for these Lee's. And guess what I'm going to do? I paid $10 and you paid $60. So with the $50 that I saved, I'm going to buy a book to figure out how to sell a dumbass like you $10 jeans for $60. That may have went over some of your guys' heads, but I'll repeat it back. I said to him, Literally, this was literally verbatim exactly what I said. I said, you paid $60 for those things and I paid 10 for these. With the $50 that I saved, I'm going to buy a book and figure out how to sell a dumbass like you $10 jeans for $60. And everybody just said, oh, I can't, you know, they, they got it, Brooklyn. So yeah, that that's that's it in a nutshell. But I don't see any of these these celebrities really caring or doing anything for their community, for where they came from. For them, I'm sure there might be one or two of them that do. I don't want to misspeak. But all I see is further indoctrination as far as, you know, like promoting the gang lifestyle and violence and everything like that. And they're speaking out of two sides of their neck because you'll see a celebrity talking all this gang shit and violence and drugs. And then they'll come up and accept, a, you know, an award at a talk show and be like, oh, this is for my community. But you're destroying your community. Don't you understand? Why don't you put out a positive message? I don't understand why somebody like Jay-Z or... You know, whoever. I, I was going to say Kanye West, but I'm not sure exactly. He's a little crazy. Some of the things he says I like and some other stuff I didn't like, but I, I think he's still part of the Matrix system. But to see one of these big celebrities uh, do something, we have a actually the Dominicans have a saying, uh, which I really like, and it's called uh, de boca fuera, like from your mouth out. The words that you're speaking, they're just coming from your mouth out, not from your heart. And that's what these uh, what these big time celebrities and uh, movie moguls and you know artists are doing. They're just helping the man 
suppress their own people from their thinking, from their value judgment, encouraging just negative death behavior and death culture. You know, it's sickening, man. That's why with some of the stuff I'm not so... I will look online just to see what's coming out or what the lyrics or what they're saying. I was watching that Takashi. Although he has one song, Gummo, that I like. So I don't know why, but the song is hot. Um, just from a beat, you know, just from the beat and the lyrics and the way he spits. But um, I don't know, man. All And then Cardi B's coming out talking about, oh, I'm a, I'm a blood and he shouldn't snitch and all that. You know what, man? We, we shouldn't even be in a position where we're that vulnerable and we allow this system to impose itself on us in that way. Right. All we're doing is populating these uh, for profit prisons and just warehousing our people. Right. And all people, because right now everybody's at the same level, black, white, Asian. Well, you know, whatever. I mean, everybody's brought down to the lowest common denominator where we just feed upon one another and hate upon one another. And, and all they're doing is warehousing uh, the warehousing people in prisons and making profit on it. You know, uh, killing, killing children in Palestine and Yemen. Uh, some atrocities are taking place in South Africa, although to some degree they kind of subjected themselves to that by, by uh, that apartheid and everything like that. But that kind of ended right now. So you don't correct the wrong by doing another wrong. You know what I mean? Work it out. You know, I'm sure that there's a lot that those people down there, those farmers and such can contribute to the people to teach them to do well and share and what, you know, share and, and figure it out, man. But it, you, death is never the solution. You know, putting people in prisons is never the solution, especially putting them in prison for profit. So there's an objective behind all of these different things. You know, you'll get a kid and he'll get his paycheck. Let's say he's working at Popeye's or something. Oh, he just got a, you know, he just got a $200 check. And guess what? He's got to get that Apple watch, man. He's got to give that money to Apple or he can't wait, you know, to just wait or buy drugs with it. You know, all the same difference. Instead of saying, hey, you know what? Let me help out my mom or let me get some healthy food for the family. You know, we've been eating, you know, Cap, uh, Captain Crunch for the past two weeks because we're so poor and, and, and bread with mayonnaise sandwich, you know, bread and mayonnaise we've been eating. Let me go get some sweet potatoes and a piece of ham and some cabbage so we can like have a healthy meal. You know, let me get my, my younger brother a pair of gloves cause it's cold outside and, and you know, he doesn't have any gloves, but we don't think in that way. All we think is consumerism, hating on one another and just, you know, I even see it. It happened when I was a youth, but I see it today when, you know, you'll get a group of kids and they talk, they'll look each other up and down to see, you know, how they can criticize the next guy or if they have, if they're matching. That's another thing I can never figure. I know females are into the matching, but I was never into the matching shit. You know what I mean? And there's an old joke, but in the old Cheech and Chong album, the guy, uh, I guess, Jose or Pedro or whatever in the class, he goes, yes, so Jose in the purple and orange shirt, you know, because we would dress crazy like that. We didn't give a fuck, you know, but today it's all like, you know, it's, it's, it's an inversion of reality is what it is. And a perfect example of that inversion right now that you're seeing in the news it, and I don't get into the politics, man, because they're all full of shit. They're all full of shit. I think the one cool one was Ron Paul who spoke a lot of sense about, you know, but they all talk shit. Who knows? But Trump and Joe Biden, right? So here's what, here's what happened in essence. And again, I'm not a Trump. I think they're all full of shit, but I'm just going to break it down like this. I, although Trump is better than Hillary Clinton, for sure. So. What happened in essence was Joe Biden went to the Ukraine and he was cutting a one bill, if I'm not mistaken, a $1 billion deal to sell them weapons or so they can protect themselves from Russia, whatever. And I think the guy's name is Portashenko or something like that, 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 who was the president of Ukraine. 
So Biden went over there and says, hey, listen, uh, you know, they were discussing the whole literally $1 billion of um, aid that they were going to get, military aid that they were going to get from the United States of America. And you know I'm anti-war, but whatever. So as they were going through it, Biden said, there's only one catch. You have to take that prosecutor that's going after my son and then you'll get the billion dollars. And in essence, what happened was Joe Biden's son, whose name Hunter Biden, I guess his name is, he's on the board of this big energy company, gas company in the Ukraine, and he gets paid, if I'm not mistaken, $50,000 a month or some crazy thing. He was making millions of dollars on this. And the guy's basically uneducated, got kicked out of the army because of drug use. And again, this is all alleged. I'm, I don't want to get sued. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is all alleged stuff. But just do your research online. The kid was incompetent and a cokehead. And so he got put on the board of this energy company and is making millions of dollars. And then the Ukraine put a prosecutor on him to kind of find out where the corruption is coming from. And he realized it's Joe Biden's son and they're coming after him. So Joe Biden said, to the, I think it's Portashenko. He says, take, and it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Like he just, you know, he just gave himself up. He snitched himself out. He's sitting, and it's funny, it's the Council of Foreign Relations. You could see it in the background, you know, the prototypical Council of Foreign CFR. So they're sitting there, and he's sitting between these two guys, and he says, oh, you know, I went to Ukraine, and, uh, you know, it's a billion-dollar package. And I says, before this assistance comes to you, you have to pull that prosecutor off the case. He doesn't mention his son. He goes, you have to pull that prosecutor off, otherwise you're not going to get the billion dollars of aid. And the guy says, well, you can't do that. You're not the president. He goes, oh, yeah? Call him right now and see. He says, I'm leaving in six hours. If uh, you don't pull the guy off the case, you're not going to get the money. And he says, God damn it, they pulled the guy off the case. And the two CFR guys to either side of him kind of were looking down like, holy shit, I can't believe he just did that on camera. You know, kind of exposed the whole peek behind the curtain and see what was really going on. Was it a Voss type shit? So he just laughed and says, yeah, I got the, you know, they pulled him off the case. Ha ha ha. Now he's trying to deny that, right? And here's the inversion. They want to impeach Trump because they say he's trying to reach out to a foreign uh, government to pr prosecute his competitor in an election. But it's an inversion because if he doesn't, he's not following his responsibility as a president to pursue and investigate and go after corruption, right? Because we're basically selling out to this Ukrainian government for money so that they can influence us or they can influence the government, right? So it's an inversion. They, they want to impeach Trump for, for something that is an inversion or corruption that was done by the Democrats, by Joe Biden. And, you know, he's a pedophile. If you ever watch his CNN things where he's touching on these little kids and little girls and stuff like that, it's ridiculous. Just go on YouTube and type in creepy Joe Biden, and you'll see that that's the state of where we are right now. It's an inversion. They're just selling us all hopium. Hopium and opioids, you know, just to keep us sedated and just waiting to live for that next fix, you know, just that next get high. That's that's what they're selling us instead of us realizing the self, who we are, and getting a fulfillment from that, you know, from realizing the self as opposed to drugs and, you know, demoralization and sexuality and, and, and just everything, man. Hate, you know, these kids get on YouTube and they just do freaking horrendous things, man. They beat the shit out of people. They do, they kill people. They do everything just to get views and to get likes and just to show how badass they are, not realizing they're destroying their own culture and their own people. And that goes across the board for everybody, you know? So 
to a large extent, man, we need to be self-reflective and look within ourselves to see why we're making the choices that we make, what we're allowing, what script we're allowing to get into our heads and run. You shouldn't have any kind of scripts running running uh, within your operating system, first of all, and, you, and your operating system should be your own, right? Not something that's being imposed on you. You should be making your own decisions, doing your own critical thinking, loving the self, loving your family, loving your culture, right? That's what, that's what we really need to be. The way you really know is look at where you're living right now, how you're living and what's taking place and how are you able to pay your bills? Do you have like, you know, $60,000 of student loan that was imposed on you? Now you got to uh, claim bankruptcy and you know what? You still got to pay that student loan. It tells you a lot about this matrix system that we live in. You know, you can claim bankruptcy and get away from pretty much anything, but when it comes to that student loan, they want their money. The other thing that they're doing these days is, for example, let's say Kevin Hart. Funny as hell, man. Funny, funny, funny. And he actually, I see him work clean sometimes. Well, a bunch of times because he's mainstream. Uh, funny dude, man, Kevin Hart. Legitimately talented guy. You know, genius. Comedic genius. But why don't we go back 10 years in, into his tweets where he made a reference about if his kid was gay. I forget exactly what he said, something. And now they basically destroy his whole career. For a tweet, like, it, it, they look for reasons to just take people apart, you know. Figure it out, man. Look into it. That's what, again, I suggest everybody watch Sticks and Stones, uh, Dave Chappelle. I mean, that that wasn't just comedy, man. That was the antivirus that we all need to to clear this virus out of this uh, matrix system that they have us living on and running our lives day to day without us being aware of it, man. You got to look within yourself. There needs to be a moment where you literally just sit down, whether you're buying something, not buying, just in, in silence where you sit down and instead of having music playing or a podcast or rap music blasting or whatever it is, man, just sit there in silence. Don't think about anything. Just look at the floor, Right. Or look at a tree, just sit there and you're going to feel some weird thing because what's happening is you'll feel that matrix system pulling on you, tugging on you to, to bring you back in because it knows what's going to happen if you get liberated from it. Even for a split second, you might get that little epiphany where you're like, you see the code running and you'll say to yourself, you know what? I feel sad. Well, I feel what I feel some kind of way. Right. And let that pass and actually feel it. Even if you, even if you feel a little depressed or down or whatever, have that feeling, experience that feeling. It's not code. It's actually, that's within yourself. And what you're going to find as you go through it, you're going to see the power of creation, the power, of what we have within ourselves, the infinite love and capability that we have within ourselves, potential within us. It's like you're staring into the void. And as you know, the void is infinite potential. You're going to stare into that void that you have within yourself and simultaneously, it's a void, which is nothing, and it's infinite potential, which is the 10,000 things that the Tao speaks of, right? You're going to see it in front of you in a flash, right? And then you're going to say, well, whoa, what was that? Kind of like meditation, but not really. Because in meditation, your objective is to sit there in silence and observe the breath and, and to go through that process. But this is a little bit different. This is, you're going to be sitting there like, let's say you're home. And, oh, what am I going to do today? Am, am I going to go to New York City? Or am I going to do whatever, you know, walk my dog or whatever? But prior to doing any of those things, just sit in silence. Literally like look at the floor and bow your head down, look at the floor, breathe and just sit there and don't really 
have anything pass through your mind. Just sit there for a second. And I'll tell you, for some people, they can't handle that. It's like it freaks them out, right? Because they're looking within the self and now they can't complain about anybody. Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm being held down for this reason. Or I'm being, none of that. You're facing yourself and that can be very frightening for some people, right? Try it, try it, sit there in silence. And, and it's, I know it's a little bit of a complicated thing that I'm bringing up, but do it, sit there because constantly what we need to have is that stimulation, either that music or the commentary or something in the background, right? And I, myself, a lot of times I, I, I need stuff in the background to listen to, but I find myself more and more sometimes sitting there and just reflecting within the self, right? And seeing, seeing, you know, looking deep within and saying, Hey, what is it? You know, what is this? And, and it's not necessarily something that it's going to say to you or something that you're going to think of something that's going to transpire. It's going to be just be you seeing the reflection of yourself, not in a mirror, but within your realizing of yourself. You know what I mean? And, and, and again, when you do it, you're going to, you might feel like depressed or sad or something, something weird taking place. But what that is, is actually you decoupling from this matrix system and seeing what's real, seeing, seeing within, right? It's a little, a little complicated, but just try that. Like, in other words, don't always have this external stimulation running on you or through you or executing code within your brain or your consciousness, because that's how you know, well, you, when you're in that state, you don't know and you don't realize it. So you have to detach from that and take and see it almost like from the outside looking in, right? Some of you are going to understand what I'm saying. Some of you, this is a little bit of a, of advanced, so, you know, to be, you know, to really be in touch with the self, this is something that you have to do. You have to decouple and, and observe and, and pay attention as they say, right? So I know I've been all over the place on this podcast <clears throat> talking about a lot of esoteric things and, you know, but it's something that you really have to reflect on. So the whole breakdown is the feminization of men in this culture, in this society, and this planet, because now it's on the internet and it's across the board everywhere. Everybody is basically on the same script, on the same page. Right. And understand, uh, there's something that you can do. I was watching a YouTube channel where a guy was talking about exactly the same topic. And he said, what you have to do, what's happening with the diet and the food and everything, it's promoting estrogen and blocking testosterone. And he goes, what you have to do is eat healthy foods and whole free range chicken. And a lot of us can't afford that shit, free range chicken. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Grass fed beef. So you have no control over that. So you employ the stoicism and you employ the, 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 the critical thinking, right? And say to yourself, okay, I have no control because I cannot afford those foods. But one thing that you can control is within the self and the divine spark that God has given us. So don't predicate your fulfillment of life and happiness and who you are based upon what you're able to you know, feed yourself or your family or whatever. But you can control your thought process and your own operating system. And free yourself of all of these uh, running codes that are in the matrix running your life, right? Realize yourself and understand that that's where true fulfillment comes from. We're not here to be happy 24-7, you know, jumping up and down and, you know, rainbows and sunshine and shit like that and, you know, farting gold dust. That's not really what we're here for. You're going to have times when you're up and you're going to have times when you're down and it's the whole yin and yang of everything. But the one thing that I find that really gives liberation is when you have knowledge and understanding of really what the world is about, you know, reading philosophy on having an understanding of science, of history, you know, of culture, you know, 
Uh, recently, I've been getting into like this wawango um, and planas and bombas, like, you know, from Puerto Rico. So these are like Puerto Rican conga beats and stuff like that. And it talks to me, it speaks to me. And I hear my ancestors in that, you know? So something that you want to look at and even listen to some older music and look at some older stuff because it was there was it was less corrupted and there was less matrix code in some of those old older older shows and older movies and stuff like that everything that's coming out now is basically for the really for the most part it's all mind control fear control demoralizing bullshit and it's all in front of you so pay attention uh, I'm going to kind of leave it on here. This was just pretty much one rant straight through. Uh, it was a little choppy because I'm looking at my notes, trying to capture these ideas. And it's not the easy, easiest thing to do when you have a lot of ideas and concepts to put forth. So I do want to thank you for listening. And uh, namaste. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, and I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. My Instagram is alphamalebuddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast so it's motivational and inspirational i also have promotional t-shirts if you go to my website alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com you can see the promotional t-shirts there reach out to me also if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast just reach out and see if i can get that done i've been getting some really Great emails and feedback from my listeners, which is great. So I want to thank you for listening and namaste.